0: Warning, the following show doesn't represent the opinion of IBL, its employees, or the local clown college.
1: I am the Supreme Irreverend Dr. Randy Tyson, and I took the left at the valley. I know we shouldn't have to scream that we're atheists. You know, we don't have non-astrologers and all that. But with the religious people taking over the world, I mean we can either speak up or be pushed into a corner. I'm proud to be an atheist, a skeptic, and non-believer.
2: of the food pantry of CIVL 101.7 FM. This is Left of the Valley. My name is Kevin and I will be a waiter. Joining me, as usual, is the crew that is now a source of 12 essential nutrients and part of your complete breakfast, except there's two of them missing right now. <laughs> we have our source of riboflavin helping the production of energy and bones, Nancy. There we
0: go.
2: Yeah, I can barely hear you on your mic there, dear. Perfect. Let's hope so. <laughs> we have our healthy source of Tyler to help our mucous membranes fight off the bacteria of misinformation, which will show up in a minute now. <laughs> our source of zinc to boost their immunity and help against religious drama, Martina, as well. And guys, I guess Nancy, in the meantime, welcome back. <laughs>
0: That's all right. They, they, are, they are here in spirit, and they will be here in the flesh before too long. I've got faith in them. Oh, no, I have trust. That's right. We're atheists. I don't have faith. I have trust that they're going to be here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, one heck of a week, that's for sure.
0: It has been. How's your week been going so far? Uh,
2: so far, it's been an interesting week. I've uh, been uh, looking at uh, some uh, interesting news. Um, I have uh, can't help but want to talk about the... Um, the thing in the atmosphere that happened about this woman that uh, had uh, made some defamatory comments on Facebook about a professor.
0: Oh, I missed that. Good. Yeah. Okay, educate me.
2: Well, th- th- this is a uh, high school professor, and uh, I'm not going to name any names here. And, uh, oh, there they are. They're finally showing up. Yay! <laughs> and uh, the, uh, what what happened is uh, there's been some kind of a dispute, their neighbors, and uh, what they did is they, uh, they, they uh, she decided to go on Facebook and complain about him. And then she made the comment uh, to the effect that uh, he's always keeping an eye on my kids. Uh-oh. And then Facebook kind of ran away with it and started calling the guy a pedophile, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Based just on her comments? Yeah. Without any evidence to the, you know, ex- in his defense? Exactly. Uh-oh.
2: So, uh, yeah. So it's, it's not, it's not the, the best of... Uh, of uh, things to happen.
0: No, that's for sure.
2: So uh, now the court have found, uh, even though she took her post down, uh, it was enough that the uh, the poor man has a reputation and the people have been calling, concerned that there might be somebody harming kids in, as a teacher. And that's the worst thing for a teacher to have is that kind of reputation, right?
0: Yeah, well, let's, do you? Oh, I don't know whether you remember back in the 80s, but there was a, um, in California, there was a daycare center. And some children um, began to tell their parents that awful things were happening to them in the daycare center. And it, it ended up to be a huge scandal and people went to jail and and the um, uh, daycare center closed, and it turned out that it was just runaway gossip. But people believed the children because they were children and said, well, they're just innocent. But those kinds of runaway gossip um, uh, incidents can absolutely ruin somebody's life. Absolutely, especially your teacher.
2: So the court decided to fine her about Mm $65,000. And uh, you know what? you got to watch what you say on Facebook. Absolutely. Even these days. Hey guys, welcome back. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Uh, I hear the traffic, traffic was <laughs> horrible.
3: That's what happens when you let the blind guy drive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, tell me it wasn't the, uh, you guys weren't driving past that Tulip Festival thing again. Was it that?
0: No, actually, there was uh, construction on a Sunday. On a Sunday? Yeah. Oh, really? And, uh, Don't notice. you respect
2: the Lord's Day? Not at all. No, neither do we.
0: And I realized that my fellow Canadians really have an issue with this merging from two lanes into one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's universal. I don't know. But uh, yeah, there's always a huge backlog. So yeah, I wasn't pleased.
2: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Well, anyway, let's get on with the show. Nancy, are you ready to go? I am ready. You ready to rock? Let's set you up. You're
0: ready to rock and roll. Cool. Okay, for this day in history, which is a roundup of those events and individuals that altered and illuminated the days between April 25th to today, May the 1st. So starting with April the 26th, that was World Intellectual Property Day. So if you had any uh, world intellectual property that you needed to have copy written or you'd like to celebrate, that was the day to do it. So um, April 26th, I won't tell you what year because that's part of the fun of this little topic. Um, There was an article that... advocated what is now email which is uh, predominant in the culture so i'll read this to you and when do you think this article was written about advocating email it was in the new york times and uh, they reported that sending mails by electricity was to be investigated by the post office committee of the us house by providing for contracts with an existing telegraph company and the proposal was that since the carriage of letters by steam locomotives was already done by contract the delivery of mails by electricity seemed analogous. So such a method would be economical and might, in quotes, might speedily make the present volume of business seem infantile. Now,
2: okay, for someone who doesn't like my quizzes, and now you're (laughs) posing these kind of questions, I'm (laughs) going to go first.
0: Revenge.
2: I'm going to say, first of all, uh, there's a a couple of clues in there. That's Uh, right. Message by electricity, so we're talking a fair, a fair amount of time back. And it's a nice article written by the New York Times, so it's got to be way back now. Uh, <laughs> so I would say early 1900s. I was going to
3: say uh, late 19th century.
2: Oh, I have to... Uh,
0: yeah, uh, really? yeah, yes. yeah, you're part of this team too, dear. Darn. Yes, my eyebrows are raised at oh, you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, I would go with uh, what Tyler said, late, late eighteenth.
0: Oh, 1800s. Yep. Yeah, 1884. Whoa. Good? Yeah, Way good. to go, yes. guys.
2: Way to go, guys. Very
0: good, yeah. It's hard to, hard to believe that way back then they were conceptualizing the possibility of, of And then what happened? Yeah. <laughs> well,
2: with the
3: telegraph, <laughs> then, yeah, that kind of makes sense. They're sending signals <laughs> via electricity, so I would have thought of that, too.
0: Yeah, they had to wait for the, the small chips, right, to be, encrypt a lot of knowledge or whatever. I've, Tyler, you know more about them. Anyway, moving on to April the 28th. It was a workers' memorial day in Canada. And it was also a day, I don't know whether any of you have seen the movie called The Man Who Never Was. Um, It was originally in 1956, but there have been other uh, documentaries uh, about this particular guy. But this in, in World War II was called Operation Mincemeat, and it involved the acquisition and dressing up of a human cadaver. And they called him, the, the British called him Major William Martin, R.M., and they, they actually um, um, outfitted him in the kind of suit that a normal person would wear. They gave him a wallet. They gave him identification. They gave him pictures. They gave him receipts. They did everything to make it seem as though he was a, a major in the, in the Royal uh, Army. And then they took his body and they put it in the sea. Near Huelva, Spain. So, and attached to this poor guy's body was a briefcase containing fake letters falsely stating that the Allied attack would be against Sardinia and Greece rather than Sicily, the actual point of invasion.
2: That's a brilliant move.
0: It, it, it was a brilliant move because when the body was found um, by the, the Spaniards that turned it over to the Germans, all of the, the false stuff in the, in the pockets, the data... Um, it, everything that they calculated would would pass as actual intelligence did, so that when the German intelligence service passed them on to the high command, the, the ruse was so successful that the Germans still believed that Sardinia and Greece were the intended to, objectives uh, weeks after the landings in Sicily had begun. But it's absolutely fascinating. If you ever have a chance to see the movie, because I don't know whether you can see it streamed or you have to you know, download it from someplace, but it's The Man Who Never Was. It was a brilliant documentary and uh, a great incident in World War II.
3: I think they did the same thing with the invasion of Normandy, where they had like inflatable tanks, and like, they had people exactly. go and like make fake uh, tank tracks. Yeah.
2: No, I, think, I think you're talking about the uh, parade in New York, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whatever. One good idea is good for a lot of different events. Um, on the same date, April 28th in 1947, um, anybody ever hear of the balsa woodcraft, the Contiki? Yes. Yeah. That left. There was a crew of six um, left Peru bound for Polynesia, and uh, 101 days later, uh, anthropologist Thor Heyerdahl and his crew um, landed, and they wanted to demonstrate his belief that the voyage was possible using materials and technology of pre-Columbian times. There's all kinds of books and and articles and so forth. He was quite quite the hero at the time in in 1947. 1953, I just love this. In 1953, um, uh, same date, April 28th, big day in history, a US patent was issued for an overcoat for two people it's an overcoat, an overcoat for two people an overcoat for two people and a, a man actually got patent number two million six hundred and thirty six thousand one hundred and seventy six why would someone want a patent and it was i can't see that it was ever made
2: what if you like a you know a really good hugger
0: a good hugger and siamese maybe siamese twins maybe
2: something like that you know
0: a, a, you know some kind of a movie underground movie at any rate that's a that's a that's a puzzle, but it's just one of those wonderful little things. April thirtieth was tax day in Canada, but everybody got a uh, a little reprieve this year. Oops, I knew I forgot something. Yeah, well, April the thirtieth, uh, you know, it came on a uh, on a weekend, so everybody gets till May the second. So I hope everybody's already gotten that on. the way. They to call my accountant now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> So um, Canadians who are self-employed have till June fifteenth. So everybody take a take a deep breath. In 1966, the formation of the Church of Satan, and let's not um, confuse that with the Satanic Temple, because we love the Satanic Temple guys, but the Church of Satan, they're the wackos. The they're, devil worshipers? They're the devil worshipers. Um, they were uh, codified in a Satanic Bible, and it was established at the Black House, Where else? In San Francisco, California. By Anton Levey I think didn't you knew. Yeah, well, it, no,
2: it, no, I don't know him. But no, no, <laughs> I know he is. She looks at me. Like, you know, no, no, that's no, the it, guy that hangs with it, you, isn't it? Yeah, no. I had a beer with him last week.
0: No, I, yeah, no, I, I think you know Kevin and I've talked about him sometime before. That's why I was looking at you. Not that you're big buddies and <laughs> hanging out. Yeah, Kevin <laughs> hangs with the Satanists, but that's
2: that's what I need for my reputation. No, no,
0: well, actually, you know, he died in 1997, so you would have only been a week wee toddler.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh. He's he's yeah. got the powers of the lord with him he's never dead
0: no no <laughs> but when he died yeah when he died in uh, two in um, 1997 a fellow named peter gilmore became the high priest and then the church headquarters were moved to i love this Hell's Kitchen in Manhattan. Whoa. Beautiful. <laughs> I know. They really had to look, you know, to, to find an appropriate to, joke to go from the Black House to Hell's Kitchen. Good marketing, guys. you got nothing going for you except good marketing. So we come to Today which is May Day, May the 1st, originally an ancient spring festival and public holiday um, and a traditional spring holiday in, in many, many cultures. Dancing, singing, and cake are usually part of the celebrations. And then in 1889, May Day was chosen as the date for the International Workers' Day by the socialists and communists of the Second International um, uh, Convention, and they set the date to commemorate the Haymarket Affair in Chicago, which was a riot in 1886 that stemmed from labor demands and um, anarchists took over and there were bombs thrown and there were people killed and it was an awful date And but luckily it's turned into a, a nice workers holiday so ending on that wonderful may day note which is a gorgeous day outside thank goodness mm-hmm. and that uh, dear listeners brings to a close another passing parade of interesting mundane and usually and as many bizarre events that i can find in people that make up this day in history. <laughs>
2: Thank you, Nancy, for another great <laughs> this day in history.
0: <laughs> <laughs> another five minutes wasted in your life, <laughs> but fun, fun. Well, <laughs> well I just like to
3: point out the difference, like with like the Church of Satan and stuff. Like I identify as a, as a s- Satanist, I guess, but we don't believe in the devil. We don't believe in God. We're atheists. And then there's the crazy devil worshipers. and so many people don't realize that there's a difference between the two, because I understand. Oh,
2: we'll We're Satanists
3: it. who don't believe in Satan. Yeah, that does sound stupid, doesn't we'll,
2: it? We'll, we'll do a show <laughs> on something like that one. day. Okay. Do. And we'll be right back right after this. What is secular humanism? Uh, Critical thinking. Knowledge is freedom. Freedom from
4: ignorance and its offspring, fear. The BC Humanist Association has been active in the Vancouver area for over 25 years. We offer a friendly and welcoming place to make new friends, as well as free educational lectures. We invite you to join us any Sunday at 10 a.m. in the Oak Ridge Senior Center. Please visit our website for more details, bchumanist.ca.
1: You are listening to CIVL 101.7 FM at the University of the Fraser Valley's Abbotsford campus. Serving the surrounding communities of Abbotsford Mission and Chilliwack, British Columbia. Email us at infocivl.ca. At Follow us on Facebook, click like on CIVL Radio. Follow CIVL on Twitter at CIVL underscore radio. supreme Reverend dr randy tyson from the legion of reason diversion join me and my co-hosts christine Shelska, twyla and nate phelps as we explore
2: issues at the intersection of atheism humanism and skepticism topics range from
1: alternative medicine to the interference of religion in public policy we often have special guests to help us understand the topic du jour previous guests include biologist jerry Coyne, ex-muslim author ali rizvi philosopher Peter Bogosian and the late
0: physicist Victor Stanger. You can watch us on the Legion of Reason YouTube channel or subscribe to the audio version through your favorite podcatchers such as iTunes or Stitcher. And don't forget to
2: like the Legion of Reason Facebook page.
3: Are you ready to make it stop? Canada has the highest rates of Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis in the world. And the diseases are on the rise in kids under 10. Join Crohn's and colitis Canada on Sunday, June 5th for the Gutsy Walk at over 60 community walks across Canada. It's time to stop the pain, stop the surgeries, stop the missed moments. Sunday, June 5th, show you've got the guts to make it stop. Register today at gutsywalk.ca.
5: night on television we see satire we see comedy we see people poking fun at politicians at all sorts of things why should religion especially the muslim religion why should that be
4: immune from people making fun of it not that this is making fun of it understand but even so
3: why should you think that islam should be uniquely immune from the things that politicians are not immune from and the rest of us are not immune from why are you so privileged in taking
2: offense and we're back and that was, of course, our friend Richard Dawkins. Guys, I've got a special guest coming on. Uh, she's on the phone. She's just waiting for us to bring her in. So let's bring her in. Our next guest, okay, is an Ontario resident who hosts the popular Be- Beyond the Trailer Park podcast. And she's a panelist on another show called Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. <laughs> 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 along, I don't like that. along with her husband, her five cats, she's found her true passion, which is arguing with a theist, obviously. She's a snappy dresser and a snazzy dancer. Please welcome Deborah McTarget. Deb, you there?
0: Hi. Hey, welcome Deb. Glad to have you. Thank you. <laughs> now that I got this time zone
5: thing figured out.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, Deb's in Ontario, so she's three hours ahead of us. So Yeah,
5: uh, it's like four o'clock here.
2: Uh, don't don't you think that means that she's just ahead of us and you know. Just it's Ontario. <laughs> they they're not ahead of anything. Oh <laughs> damn fighting words <laughs> welcome yeah, to the man. valley deb thank uh, you for uh, thank some you. of our audience that might know not know you or probably new to discovering you would you be so kind to give us maybe the uh reader's digest version of who you are
5: sure well Beyond um, the, besides
2: I, the five cats of course yes
5: yeah. <laughs> well i've been in atheist for like almost 27 years now and uh I In Ontario, it's not such a big deal, but uh, a couple of years ago, I kind of got the fire lit under me that I need to talk about this stuff, so um, I started getting involved with stuff online, and all of a sudden, I ended up doing my own show somehow. I'm not quite sure how that happened yet, but uh, we've been doing it for a year and a half now. Um, we we're actually live on YouTube, and then um, I upload as a podcast later. And uh, a few months after I started doing my own show, I ended up uh, panel guest on my friend's show, which you guys seem to love. Uh, it's, holy crap, the podcast! It's,
4: it's a great and, title.
5: <laughs> yes, it is. And I'm my show's Beyond the Trailer Park, which there, there's a story behind that, which we can get into later. That it's. There's a reason why that And I don't live in a trailer park so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was um, the first question
5: <laughs> Yeah, no, no You just I, beyond I actually, beyond it I, I actually live in fast land of Kitchener so.
2: <laughs> oh, Kitchener <laughs> Yes, wow,
5: yes. I, I,
2: And I thought this was just an invention of the media I didn't think it actually existed
5: Nope <laughs> 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 So yeah, um, I do that And um, I try to stay Active in some of the local groups and um, I, yeah, I have my, my hands in a few
2: places. <laughs> so you got your hand on the pulse of what's going on in Ontario as far as the uh, secular movement to. is well.
5: Yes, like I yes. I, I hang out with a, a number of people in Toronto regularly as well because we're not too far from there. So. It's
2: okay. We, we won't blame you. I mean, Toronto, really? <laughs> <laughs> hey,
5: hey I just got to hang out with Aaron Ra last month in Toronto. Well, you so. know what?
2: I've, I've got a, a funny announcement because he's actually going to be in studio with us here next week. Yeah, Thank I know. God. You heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, he's pretty awesome.
5: Nice. I, I had a, a very enjoyable evening hanging out with him in
2: his life. He's totally awesome. Now I'm just struggling to find some really dark beer because that's what he likes and I want to make sure he's happy. <laughs> <laughs> so you sticking with us for the show? Pardon? You are sticking with us for the rest of the show? Absolutely. Okay, that's perfect. So let's go to our religious news segment. This is... Another Brilliant, brilliant Moment brought to you by Religion. religion. Ah, uh, the weird and wacky world of religion. You know, in Salt Lake City, just when you think you couldn't get even more boring to be a Mormon, Utah Governor Gary Herbert signed a resolution declaring pornography is illegal and it's a public health crisis at the Utah State Capitol. Quote, This is a historic day for the good, clean-living people who call the state of Utah home, Herbert told reporters. This new law will protect our children and make our state pure from the heathens who go against God's will. <laughs> this, by the way, is completely real. You know, I know this is not the kind of stuff we hear in Canada, but yeah, this D- is totally does real.
5: Does you know that Utah has the highest consumption rate of porn in all of the United States and has since they started tracking that stuff?
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Utah is one of the highest rates. So it's probably one of the main industries of Utah, too. <laughs> so this anti-porn resolution was introduced by the Republican State Senator Todd Weller in January 2015 to battle the pornography epidemic, harming the state and the country. The resolution calls for increased education, prevention, research, law enforcement, and policy change at the community and societal levels under the new law. Those living in Utah who possess pornography of any kind that being a magazine or viewing pornography ma- material online, will face harsh fines and even jail time for repeat offenders.
0: Did, 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 is there a definition of pornography? I mean, I remember, I, way back, I think, when um, when the Supreme Court uh, um, made a ruling on porno- p- pornography, it was, that you know it when you see it. <laughs> so, so, so I'm wondering, you know, where, where the pornography... F- you know fits where the definition comes in here so you know whether you're going to go to jail or a slap on the wrist or you're still clean and pure where where, where are you on the spectrum watch
3: some kid go to jail for possessing national geographic right
0: (laughs) exactly (laughs) (laughs) yeah all those baboons swinging naked through the trees (laughs) ought to be a law against those guys (laughs) so
2: It, oh, it gets better and better. So first-time offenders will see fines of 100 to $500, depending on the quantity of pornogra- uh, por- pornography or the amount of digital graphic content seized on the criminal's computer. Repeat offenders can expect 30 days in jail or worse, depending on what type of pornography is found in the individual's possession. Missionary-style <laughs> pornography will result in fines up to 30 days in jail. While pornography that involves any kind of homo gayness, <laughs> and that's actually written like that, homo gayness, that being sodomy or devil-worshipping, will result in long-term prison sentences. Law enforcement also will also be working closely with local um, ISP and the NSA to monitor those who search out porn in the internet. Wow. <laughs> Fappy, <laughs> Fappy, the anti-masturbation dolphin, which well, is a mascot... <laughs> what (laughs) oh yeah fabby (laughs) wow sexual harassment panda (laughs) (laughs) oh this is too good Uh, what was that uh, what was the name of that dolphin that used to have that show there um that, you know, in the in the seventies, Flipper. Flipper, that's <laughs> Flipper. right. It's not Flipper. It's Fappy, his <laughs> <Flipper>. bad cousin. <laughs> Fappy.
0: Flipper got arrested for <laughs> masturbation and is no longer
2: part. of Oh, the hold on. Hold on. A, yeah.
0: Well, yeah. now we I'm know f- why he's called Flipper. Apparently. That's right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hold on. I, I get I I get a, a switch to music because I I get better music for for this kind of. This is just too oh. fun. All right, this is better. There <laughs>
5: we go. His original
2: name was Fluffer, but he didn't work on TV. <laughs> so, Fappy the dolphin, the anti-masturbation dolphin, is a mascot for a Christian organization that travels around the country educating children about the dangers and consequences of masturbation.
0: Uh, like blindness? <laughs> or
2: hairy palms, I don't know. Hairy flippers, right?
3: Uh, th- <laughs> you kn- now you guys know how I really went blind.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay give this show to Tyler (laughs) we won that one. (laughs) Uh, I think it's great that the state of Utah has done today for fighting the war on self-rape in the country self-rape the rest of America needs to get with the times vote for Ted Cruz and make masturbation illegal once and for all it is important to remember that our lord loves each and every one of us unless we masturbate then we'll burn in hell for eternity so okay. do so You guys they, have any thoughts on this? Well, are they go-
0: are they going to assign masturbation cops to, 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 to every home that has to be there from you know six p.m. to eight a.m. and then you got to give them a cup of coffee and? So. Well, you, you know that's
5: why missionaries are always in pairs, right? The, so that they can watch each other, make sure they don't jerk off at night. <laughs> Seriously, that that's one of the reasons why they do that. <laughs>
2: oh god that's just too good
3: I'm blind I think porno should be illegal because if I can't look at it nobody else
2: should be able
5: to well
2: you know while we're, uh, while we're on the uh, topic of masturbation being a horrible thing um, there's a Christian author that is warning women that masturbation is a direct path to Satan yep. Yeah. this is Mac Major of Eden Decoded who wrote on Facebook that too many Christian women are losing their salvation because they masturbate So ladies, there's three of us in here, listen up
0: Thank goodness I'm not a Christian then
2: (laughs) (laughs) Dildos and all those other sex toys have been used for thousands of years in demonic sex ritual, he wrote It's one of the main ways ancient pagan societies worship their demonic gods So there's nothing normal about it, and shame on any Christian that says so (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, I think the only people who are obsessed by sex are the people who are trying to, to stop m- so make, a, make a felony out of it. I mean, oh the, well, yeah, the, 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 these are the guys that need to be watched. I mean, where you know, they how are they going to enforce this? I mean, the question always is, how are they? How do they intend to enforce this? It's ridiculous. It makes a stand, you know, where you're the laughingstock of the entire world. But how are they going to tend to enforce it?
3: You know, if those Catholic priests were encouraged to master. More, maybe there would have been less abused children,
4: yeah, um, exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, I guess it's not gonna be a slap on the wrist, they might slap you with something else. <laughs>
5: You get a spanking, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, bet that's,
4: I bet
2: that's illegal too now.
5: <laughs> oh. So, uh,
2: any more thoughts that we have on this? <laughs> I, I, I can't even I, keep I, a straight face. I'm, I'm crying here over the microphone. I'm sorry, guys. No. This is just it's too like
5: funny. Like, if you're, like, too happy when you show up to work. If you're too happy, be, like, call happy? <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, you're smiling too much. You're even masturbating. How
2: dare you? Oh, Okay. All right. So I'm going to go to Commercial Break right now and we'll be right back with more with Deborah and, and <laughs> the <laughs> and Beyond the Trail Park. We'll be right back. <laughs>
1: If you want to do some good this year and help your fellow humans, check out the Women's Resource Society of the Fraser Valley.
0: The Women's Resource Society is a secular, feminist, non-profit
2: organisation providing help to women and children in Mission and Abbotsford. They have been providing safe refuge for women and children who need shelter as well as support and information since 1984.
1: So if you want to help bring awareness to women, youth and children who are experiencing violence or who are at risk of homelessness or in need of support, check out wrsfv.ca. Again, if you want to donate or get involved, check out wrsfv.ca.
0: You are listening to Left at the Valley on CIBL 101 point seven fm
2: and we're back we're back with deborah from beyond the trailer park hey. deb you're still with us i sure am okay so let's deal a bit deeper into uh, sure. let's stop talking about fappy here and uh, let's deal <laughs> a bit deeper with what you do. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a mascot that <laughs> represents? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Deb, I, I, I noticed that I've been listening to your podcast for quite a while there. Um, last year, you were actually invited on the Dogma Debate the uh, podcast-a-thon, and the only, yes. the only Canadian podcast that did so.
5: That's right. That's yes. a pretty good notch yes. in your belt. It was. It was. It was a lot of fun. Um, luckily for me, I'm a night owl because our spot was at uh, 5 o'clock in the morning.
2: Geez. <laughs> so, so from 5 to 6, you had the airwaves and you were providing the, 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 the content.
5: That's right. Yes. Yes. Um, David Smalley apparently had trouble understanding my accent. I don't know what's wrong with him. But <laughs> He's from Texas. I, I know. He's from Texas. We'll forgive him. Well. And and it was actually um, one of my co-hosts that um, helped arrange that. So I've I've kind of developed a real um, sort of family of of fellow podcasters, and uh, my one of my co-hosts, she goes by Miss Ashley, and she's out of Savannah, Georgia, and she and her fiance have their own show called No Religion Required, and they are. Actually, part of the secular media group with David Smalley. So, when he was saying, um, it was actually only, I think, like four, four or five days beforehand that they still had spots left. And Ashley was like, hey, we can do that. Sweet. Oh, so, yeah.
2: Are you guys planning to going. do it again this year? Uh, 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 here I, I am assuming there's going to be another one, but, you know, the next yeah, one.
5: I don't know. I don't know. Um, I've, I've actually got kind of a whole. I'm, I'm heading to Reason Rally in just over a month, or under a month now. We're, we're leaving on May 30th, so. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, we're heading over to Reason Rally, and uh, then, uh, let me see, oh, and Ashley herself, they're getting married, so uh, we're having, they're calling it Wedding Con, <laughs> because <laughs> uh, mo- most of the guests they're going to be fellow podcasters. You so should totally dress up.
2: Class. You should totally dress yeah. up as Fappy. Yeah, and show up at that wedding. Yeah.
5: Right? I'm a bridesmaid. I don't think that's going to go over so you well. Okay, will you
2: just put a tiara and a little like seafoam dress <laughs> on the dolphin.
5: I'll tell her. I don't know. She might think <laughs> it's amusing because <laughs> the 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 groom's mother is a bit of um, a challenge, shall we say? And uh, a lot of us are sort of vying for who gets to freak out the mother of the groom uh, the most. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, yeah, are, we're, are they we're, all? we're kind of a sick bunch, but, yeah. So, yeah, but uh, being on with David Smalley was a lot of fun, and uh, I've been traveling around and doing conferences. I actually um, just attended the first atheist conference in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, beginning of March, where I got to meet uh, David Silverman, and nice. with him for a while, and then he did our show a couple of weeks later. Yes, it was
2: people. a good show too. I, I've been uh, trying. I've been trying to get David Solomon to come on our show too.
5: Well, I, he. I think he was kind of uh, surprised that someone from Canada would show up to Nashville, of all places. <laughs> but it, 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 it was just kind of because Ashley and her fiance were going, and a number of my friends that I know, and it was it was the week of my birthday. And my husband was like, When you want for your birthday? I'm like, um, kiss in Nashville.
4: <laughs>
5: so um, I actually left him at home on my birthday. You left your husband home
2: on your birthday to go to Nashville?
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. I did. Uh, he probably but, hung around with
5: It's funny because I am, like, doing all this all the time. And my husband is actually a Zen Buddhist, but he's what I call an apotheist. He just doesn't give a damn. Yeah. So... He has nothing to do
2: with any of it. He's kind of like you go do your thing and have fun. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, so now now that you got uh, friends on the uh, Canadian West Coast, uh, let's 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 get, let's network and let's get to all know each other so we can talk to I, your friends I, yeah. and. We'll I've talk never
5: to actually been left. It, It's kind of sad. I. have been east all over the place but i've never been past chicago
2: <laughs> oh, oh really what? well yeah. if, if you do ever come out to the vancouver region make sure to stop by the studio
0: absolutely oh absolutely. yeah and just tell us what your beverage of choice is and we'll have it <laughs> cold and waiting for you i
5: i am a wine drinker so, oh wine uh, hey. drinker
0: yeah. You yeah, just you just raised, like my the, way, raised the level way of way culture way. here by several points. <laughs> oh, we have a <laughs> bunch of wineries actually in the vicinity. Yeah. yeah. yeah There's a lot wineries. of good wineries around Excellent. here.
5: Yep. Well, see, I've been joking for years that I will at some point be deported from Canada because I do not like hockey. I do not like beer. I despise winter, and I don't even drink Tim Horton's coffee.
2: The comments yeah. about Nebra are not necessarily those of CIVL 101.7 FM <laughs> or the Lefton Valley Croy, those subsidiaries.
5: So, yeah, I, I've been joking for a long time. Because, like, I mean, my family goes back to, like, I don't know, the 1830s in Canada. So I'm, like, extremely connected. Mm-hmm. But, but, yeah, I, I don't really hit <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay so um tell me something uh, your show yep. is fairly peculiar because you know you have uh, yourself in Canada and you have a couple of American partners that are with you on yep. a regular basis what is it yep. like to do a show with you know um is there is there a much of a clash of uh, culture in a we way can't. I mean I know, we know we, we talk to the Americans about being their, their cousins but there's there's some major differences between them and there us. there
5: really is um and my other co-host Beth um She's originally from Buffalo, so she's sort of... That's not her fault. Tell her it's not her fault. Well, but get this. She used to play professional hockey in Canada.
2: (laughs) There you go. There had to be a good link there.
5: Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, yeah, so she's got the sort of northern aspect. Ashley is from Savannah, Georgia. So, yeah, we get the southern thing going on there. And it really is... Um, a huge difference like I've spent time down there and there literally is just a church everywhere like you're you know you're driving down the road and there's vans with church crap plastered all over them and it's just
3: unreal. Yeah, so it's kind of it's like that here, too, though. We're, like, right in the Bible belt. I think it was okay. Abbotsford has, like, the hi- highest Actually, amount Actually, yeah, Abbotsford of churches. is,
2: per capita, is the, the Bible capital of the of the country. Okay. But okay. I, I still don't think it'd be as bad as down there.
5: Well, no, I mean, the first time I went to Savannah, um, because I flew, and I didn't check a bag, so I couldn't bring shampoo or anything with me, because so of the whole liquid thing, so... Right off the plane, I was like, I gotta go to a Walmart and pick up some toiletries. So we went to the Walmart and Ashley's like, here, you gotta see this. And she takes me over to the women's clothing and there's like a rack of t shirts. And all of these t shirts have, you know, Jesus loves you, and I'm a princess for Jesus, and it was unreal. Like you'd never
0: see that here. <laughs> no, they know their market. <laughs> oh, They do. <laughs> oh,
2: that's awesome. Uh, they so, do. so, so it's much more religious down in the states, is what you're saying. Oh, huge. Is there a huge. lot of many more differences you can uh, you've noticed? Um.
5: The, they there well, the Southerners are pretty laid back, but um one thing that we talk about a lot on the show is the the medical situation because um Beth uh, she actually suffered two strokes over the last year.
2: Oh, poor thing. and
5: because she is minimum wage worker, like basically considered working poor. Um, she was having a lot of difficulty getting decent medical treatment. She's still having difficulty getting decent Mm -hmm. medical treatment. And so we do talk about that quite a bit and the struggles that she goes through. And it's a lot different even in her state. She's living in Pennsylvania now. And so it's even a lot different in Pennsylvania than it is in Georgia where Ashley is. So that's a topic that comes up quite a bit. And just talking about... um, the attitude in America of nobody should get anything for free, you know what I mean? So when you talk to uh, a right-wing American about, um, you know, socialized medical care, they're like, ah, you know, people sucking up the system and, and yada, yada. And I don't understand that mentality. It's like, you you, want to help people like why does it matter to you if they quote get it for free which they don't they don't well and they don't
0: realize that they're when they're voting and when they're talking about it they're they're absolutely against their best interest and most of these guys they don't find out about it until they're seniors of course they're on on uh, medicare at that point but when they when they see their benefits start to wither away then all of a sudden it's wait a minute this isn't the system i thought it was yeah jesus said jesus
3: said give away your money and take care of the poor but socialize health care no unless, way that's
5: terrible unless you're a Republican <laughs> then forget it
2: yeah <laughs> I, I think Michael Moore uh, said the best in one of his movies he says uh, he was comparing Canada to the US and, say, and says uh, about Canadians Canadian says they live in the world of we and, and Americans yeah. live in the world of me yeah, and I yeah, think I think absolutely. that sums it up really re- really nice there. Oh, it's Darwinian. It
3: it's like survival of the fittest down there. And here we do the, the Christian thing, which is we do take care of the poor. We do all pitch in money, and whoever needs it exactly. gets it.
4: Yeah, like exactly. for
5: instance, um, because she's had a strip, like she's still doing her to work, but you know realistically she probably shouldn't be working. And she said it would take like several years to get approved for disability and i couldn't believe this she told me that she has a friend who is a quadriplegic who was denied disability twice before they got it ouch
0: yeah, they have yeah. to go through with Social Security. They have to actually go through the Social Security system, and and I didn't realize this until s- several years ago. But Social Security actually has its own court. You have to go through the judges and
1: and so yeah. forth. And
0: sometimes you have to hire an attorney to represent you in order to get uh, get yeah. r- your disability. It's, sometimes it can be difficult up here, but I think it's uh, probably more difficult in the states. Yeah, whenever yeah. I'm in I the can't. state, oh, sorry.
5: I can't imagine anybody up here looking at a quadriplegic and saying, no, you're not disabled,
2: like... (laughs) No, they look at me and they say that, so. Right-wing <laughs> <laughs> right,
3: right wing Christian seems like an oxymoron to me.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. That no, whenever that. I travel in the States, because I go in the States on a regular basis on business, just in northern Washington here, and I, I tell my what? customers, I say, you know, I can't afford to be impolite to you because if you punch me out, uh, you push my lights out, I can't afford to wake up in the Seattle hospital. I just can't afford <laughs> yeah. it, so I have to be super nice to you anyway. <laughs>
5: exactly. Uh, and I get also I get um, teased about the quote accent a lot.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, oh. it must be fun. Oh, yeah. when you, it must be fun when you go to Georgia and you get a lot of y'all don't sound like you, you're from here. <laughs> <laughs> y'all not around, from here. You know, where where, where are right. y'all? Where well, y'all from? Where, where'd you, you leave you guy,
5: You guys would laugh when I was down there in March because I actually I went to Savannah and then we drove up to Nashville because. For some reason, it was like $500 more money to fly directly to Nashville than to go to Savannah. So I just did that. And so when I was in Savannah the night before we left, I was uh, I, I'm I'm a I'm a disturber. So I wore a shirt. It had a picture of the devil on it, and it said, "God's busy. Can I help you?"
2: Nice. And
5: wore wore that around Savannah. And, um, um, actually, his fiance Bobby, he's like, it, it's just fun just watching people lose their mind watching you.
3: <laughs> I got to get a shirt like that.
5: I, I picked it up in Quebec City, actually. Uh, there you go. My I, I, I and the, the week I bought it, I wore it to the Cathedral of St. de place.
2: No, beautiful. <laughs> I
3: like you a lot. That is awesome. Thank
5: you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I even, i See, now, this was back in 2013, and uh, I actually even, like, played in the holy water, but that was before I found out that it was full of E. coli, so I kind of regret that. But
3: <laughs> yeah, if you look at my Facebook profile picture, I mean, it's uh, Jesus riding a T-Rex.
5: Oh, I like that picture. I've seen that. <laughs> That's was a great
2: shirt. <laughs> so, um... So
5: I, I, I wore that shirt in in Savannah. Well, when we went to Nashville, um, are you guys familiar with a podcast called Cognitive Dissonance?
2: Oh, absolutely.
5: I have a glory hole shirt, <laughs> which I wore all over Nashville. Okay, what okay, I, I'm gonna I'm
2: gonna put you on the spot there because you know what, <laughs> and a lot of our audience basically doesn't know what you mean when you say when okay. you say glory hole. So you have to explain that.
5: Well, I wasn't sure how um, PG this show is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: A lot less than yours.
3: I started watching yours when I found out you were coming okay, on the show. Okay, because
5: <laughs> I I drop F bombs all the time, so yeah, I noticed.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, this is this is uh, the, the the airwaves. You gotta gotta keep it. Try to keep it PG thirteen.
5: <laughs> okay, okay. Well, um, a glory hole is um, it, it, it's a hole in a wall where a man might put something so that someone on the other side of the wall might enjoy said something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> Good censoring. <laughs>
0: well, well, well done, and we can still come back next week and be part of the radio station. <laughs> yeah, I think I've seen Thank that whole thing. Someone <laughs> in
2: university. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Excellent. <laughs> so, so
5: my my shirt had a large something on the front of it. And uh, we before the co- the conference didn't actually start till about noon, so uh, we did some sightseeing ahead of, of the speeches. And we went to the Grand Old Opry because you're in Nashville. What do you do? I don't even like country music, but you know, you're in you opera- in Nashville. You visit the Opry. So we were, you know, just taking pictures and I'm walking around with the giant something on my shirt <laughs> everywhere <laughs> in Nashville. And uh, we we went to. Um, a Hardee's for breakfast, and there was about eight of us in a group. And um, a couple of our, our dear friends are also trans women. And uh, when I went to order my food, the, the girl at the cash was like, Is there an anime convention in town? <laughs> and I just looked at her, I'm like, No, atheist. And, so, <gasps> and I said, But it's okay, I'm Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, not yeah, know what to you're do harmless with that. now.
2: You're Canadian. <laughs> oh, okay. <Yep>.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's beautiful.
5: That's my favorite line. <laughs> uh,
2: you know, when I when I listen to your show, there's something I get to give, yeah. you, give you kudos for. Um, you you do a lot of Canadian politics.
4: Uh, Thank sp- you. Sp-
2: and you know, yeah. I got to give you kudos for that because a lot of shows have a tendency to shy away from that. Uh, yeah. And you know, besides ours. I mean, I haven't really seen any show dude besides ours and maybe yours as well, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, have, yeah. you, have you found that to be um, good for your audience? Has your audience uh, feedback has been really good with that?
5: Uh, I think so, yeah. And like now, granted, probably three-quarters of my audience are Americans. That's just kind of how the podcasting goes right now. But, um, it's like I, a teachable yeah, moment for the them. One, pardon?
2: It's like a teachable moment for them.
5: It is. It really is. And that's sort of how I looked at it. And I have to credit part of that to a a friend of mine who actually lives up in Ottawa, um, Dave. And he gave me crap once. uh, We're Facebook friends. We haven't actually got a chance to meet in person yet, but I'm hoping this summer. Um, But uh, he gave me crap a couple of times because most of my friends are Americans. And he's like, you don't know enough about Canadian, what, what's going on in Canada. And I was like, hmm, you're right, I don't. So I brought him on to help me because we did a, a segment ahead of the election um, where I researched how many political parties that we actually have registered federally. and It was 18 of them. <laughs> and so he and I and Beth, um, Ashley wasn't a full-time co-host yet, but we went through... All of these registered political parties, and did segments on them. Now, some of them are so minuscule, like we could do like two or three in a segment. But we we did all the big ones, and then all the weird little ones in between, and I and a couple of ones that we did that um, aren't actually registered, but I love them. So I had like the Natural Law Party. Isn't they're, there
2: one called not the Rhinoceros Party? Actually, registered
5: longer, but you know, you can't make that stuff up. You no, know, no, no, you
2: can't. <laughs> Yeah, the rhinoceros party was actually a, leg- a legitimate thing for yeah, the longest the time. I my
5: favorite. If the rhinos came back, I would vote for them all the time. Oh, They're for sure. My absolute favorite. I'm I don't
3: surprised. know anything about them. I just remember hearing the name. That's why I mentioned it. I'm just it.
2: surprised they have... Oh, it's, it's complete satire, right? I mean, yeah. well, part of their yes. platform was to move the Rockies one meter to the west.
5: <laughs> yeah.
2: Or, you know, oh, as, a, as a work project. You know, it's like...
5: There is um, a YouTube video, and we actually um, played it on our show... In uh, 1984, uh, TVO gave all of the political parties at the time uh, airtime because there was a federal election that year. And they so all the political parties were given, like, three minutes or something of airtime. And the rhinos took their, their time. And that video is on YouTube right still. And it is the guy, I don't even know the guy's name That they had doing the video But he explained How they wanted to use sex As a natural resource I was, It was brilliant
2: <laughs> Nice Because
5: workers who have more sex Do more work And there's more output From workers who have more sex So there you go Not in and Utah And everything. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> Not in Utah though
5: No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no Utah
2: they sent a dolphin to your door yeah Fabi comes <laughs> in there
3: well i'm just kind of getting into your show i watched the mormon episode this morning and then i watched oh, okay a, i watched a really we, short three
5: three mormon episodes oh, okay well then i watched and another
3: one where they were debunking a uh, chiropractor, practitioner however you say that oh yep yep uh, but i'm not and sure where you are politically i'm extremely extremely left-wing and very anti-conservative uh, me too. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay. There we go. I we're all, assumed we're all getting along here. Yeah.
2: Yeah. T- Tyler, oh, yes. I would work one of well, our latest and, episodes and was, uh, complete, with uh, Silverman.
5: Woo um, is another topic we bring up on the show a lot. Yeah,
3: that's what I was hoping. I wasn't sure if it was just atheist stuff because I'm really into the skeptical stuff. Like, I, don't, yeah, no, we, I can't stand anti vaxxers and that kind of thing.
5: Abs- oh, Beth is, uh, Beth is a research juggernaut.
4: She's yeah, me too. Blogging
5: <laughs> for. 14 years, and her she loves trashing all of the woo mongers. So she's done a lot of segments on anti-vax and um, miracle med. Uh, what is it? Miracle mineral solution and, and like the just all of that crazy woo crap. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, we had a guest. Um, the, the show that we spun off from is called Atheists on Air. And he was a co-host of that. He goes by Professor Steven. He's yes. actually uh, a chemist. And um, he did uh, always did a segment called the Woo Woo Science uh, segment. And uh, so we had him on a couple weeks ago. And we had a really good discussion about why uh, GMOs are a good thing.
3: Yes, and, um, thank you. Kevin, yeah. did, did you hear that, Kevin?
5: <laughs> <laughs> I've been harassing him
3: for weeks about GMOs. So. <laughs>
5: Well, yeah. and and Stephen actually like we go through how they make GMOs and what makes a GMO, and and that well, sounds like
2: stuff. a lot of research.
5: It will, and it <laughs> 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 the great thing is Stephen knew this all off the top of his head. Like we didn't actually plan to talk about that; it just sort of happened, and he was able to um, discuss it and knew about it and all of that, and. This week, we're actually, um, we're having Rachel Nan and Brown on, and we're going to talk about evolutionary sexuality.
2: I love so Rachel. Actually. We had her, uh, like, two years ago, I think, we had her on the show. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah, I, I've done several shows with Rachel. Not, not just on my show, but on a couple other shows, so uh, Rachel's a fun of the show.
3: Well, I subscribed so. this morning, so I'll definitely be listening to it regularly.
5: Yeah, we're, oh, thank you. It, it, we enjoy it a lot, and we really, will talk about anything.
4: And I
5: found that um, some of our more popular episodes are where we do talk about the crazy religions. Uh, We have a a friend of the show who's an ex-scientologist, and we've had some great shows with him. Um, We've done uh, a show with some ex-Jehovah Witnesses, and that that was pretty popular. I think I want to talk
2: to that person. Mm -hmm. And a Scientologist? Oh yeah, I could see those doing a show with that.
5: Robert is awesome. Um, he was a Scientologist for eight years nine years. Nine years? Nine years. But well what's what's unique about Robert is he worked for Scientology under contract. So he started out as just a contract job and he wasn't even part of the church. He sort of merged with it as he worked there so he was kind of in a special um, situation um, so he worked with, the contract was renewed for nine years but when he finally went wow this is crap I need out of here he just his contract ran out and that was it he didn't have to deal with um, you know pressure or being labeled suppressive or any of that junk he was just out so he, he has a really unique perspective
3: that way. I'll have to check that out. I've always wanted to learn more about Lord Xenu. <laughs>
5: oh,
0: absolutely. Mm, you get to meet uh, Tom Cruise so on that. <laughs> they just lost their tax exempt status. No, that was, sat, that no. was satire. Was it? Oh, yeah. Was it? I oh. got Damn. So I
3: fooled you accident all. Accident. I got so many people with that. Oh. And and with the Noah's Ark theme park getting flooded, I got so
2: many people with that one, too. <laughs> hey, I did
5: not fall you're for the, the flood.
2: <laughs> you're not allowed to start trolling your crew members here. Oh, you're it's on the show. You're not allowed it's to hilarious. do that. Hey, we're
3: a skeptic group. You guys aren't supposed to get tricked. Yeah, that well, easily. usually when I get information
2: from you, I... I think it's supposed to be valuable information. There's the
3: other one with Iceland declares Christianity a public health problem. Yeah, that was a good one, too. Uh, (laughs) I I got everybody. Like, three days. Come on.
2: I kept doing it over and over. (laughs) Well, we're coming towards the end of our show, Deb. so uh, the mic is all yours, dear. Go right ahead and plug yourself. Be shameless.
5: Okay. Well, uh, we are, uh, Beyond the Trailer Park is live on YouTube on Monday nights at 9.30 p.m. That's Eastern. And uh, if you prefer the audio-only version, we are also on Spreaker, Stitcher, and iTunes, so you can find us. Usually I put it out the same night as our live show. Um, And we have BeyondTheTrailerPark.com, so you can go there and get the links to where you can find the show, and I try to keep a list of what the upcoming shows are and all of our contact information and that stuff. And I will briefly mention um, the other show that I do. Um, I'm a panelist on holy crap the vlog cast and we are it's a weird time it's 1205 a.m eastern on Sunday morning um, yeah, That is a weird time my, yeah my my friend who show Shujin Trible is the host of the show um yes we're a bunch of trekking nuts and uh, he picked it that time for some weird reason I don't remember but that's when it is and we are a panel of uh, eight, and international, um, there's uh, two and a half Canadians, because my friend Joseph's been living in Paris, France, for 25 years, but he is originally connect. so uh, we have a guy in Edmonton, uh, we have a guy in Maryland, uh, another lady in Indiana, um, uh, another fellow in Pennsylvania, and Shujin's in Buffalo, and another fellow in uh, Northern England. So we are truly international, and we talk about all kinds of anything to do with secularism. Um, you know, whatever turns our crank, I guess. And every tenth show, we do a not-safe-for-work show where we swear our faces off. <laughs> <laughs> and do you actually and read so the
3: comments on YouTube? Some uh, people do, no, some people don't. don't. So okay.
5: The only the only comments I tend to get on YouTube are from some goofball called Nephilim Free. <laughs>
2: Naphilin. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you yeah. so much, Deborah. Thank you for being oh, on the thank show.
5: Thank you for having me.
2: Let's stay in touch. And uh, hopefully, uh, maybe one day we'll show up on your on your show. That'd be great too.
0: Absolutely,
5: it's Absolutely. been a pleasure. Yeah, let's Deb on. Fe-
0: yeah, thanks for taking time out of your day, Deb. It's been a pleasure to have yes. you. Oh, and check out no our theme problem. song.
3: It's awesome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Coming up on the show, like we announced a bit earlier, next week we're supposed to do a show on the uh, on uh, homeopathic medicine, but we're going to push that back because we have his rawness. Arn Raw will be live in studio with us. Can't wait for that. I got to go out and get some beer real quick. Uh, Coming down the pipe, we also have uh, Russell Glasser and Tracy Harris coming down as well. As well, we'll have a Sasquatch Hunter somewhere in July. Should be all fun. Yeah. Debbie, once again, thank you so much. You're welcome. And for everybody out there in Radio Land, until next time.
1: Um.